Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Today we have our lovely co-host Lena with us. Hello. I'm Avery and we have Caroline Lem. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Did I say it wrong again? No. Oh, good. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. I saw your booth at the Bears Fall Market in the summer. Oh. And that's how we I started to get a hold of you and I... We got a couple things. I think we got mini donuts and cupcake. I forget we it. Got it was a, a lot while of things ago. that day. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I usually have specials on, so oh, okay. you could have gotten a few different things, and I might not remember all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem busy, so there's a lot of people around. I usually don't bug people to be on the podcast while they're at the booth. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are always busy, and you look busy because your whole booth looks amazing. Oh, thank there's you. There's so many cool things going on. And colorful and bright. And that's what sort of drew me towards it. And yeah, Well, I so. try. Yeah. I try to use very bright, colorful things. And then very local and seasonal cool. items. Cool. Yeah. So. And it showed because I think we enjoyed it. Well, we enjoy a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for being on the podcast. I'm super excited. So right now, it's... Well, but first... Caroline brought some cookies. I don't know if you saw this, so I think oh, we'll try those. Um, we'll try to not be too bad to critique you. <laughs> oh, no, be honest. So chocolate cherry cookies. I'm pretty. Those excited. are my personal favorite. Personal. And every time every anyone asks me what my favorite is, I always pick those. They are most unassuming. Okay. But they're still my favorite. Yeah, so nice. they, they're big and thick and big chunks in it, looks like. Would you like a piece? I'm okay. If they're your favorite, <laughs> but I didn't know if you'd. Well, you're taking those out of the package. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring an ad for our sponsor because we are part of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB Financial. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you in part by ATB. Are you tired of paying bank fees when you can't remember the last time you went to a branch? You spoke ATB Listen. And they've created a no monthly fee digital account with a line of credit that makes banking work for you. By doing most of the banking digitally, you'll avoid monthly fees and get unlimited digital transaction. It's 24-7 banking at its finest. Visit atb.com today to sign up for a no-fee all-in account and discover digital banking that works for you. Find out more at atb.com. I forgot how good homemade cookies are because we usually have packaged cookies. Not just that they're not packaged, but they're so good. Oh, thank Perfect you. Perfect with those chunks, chocolate chunks. I, I like the big chunks of cherries in there. I love the cherry. Yeah. Because yeah. what I don't like sometimes is when it says something, and you only get like a small piece of cherry. Or it's just like one cherry. In there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I like big chunks, big flavors. So those were yeah. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I like how thick they are, too. I'm not I like them to be like I like my yeah. cookies to be chewy with a little bit of crunch on them. Yeah, okay. and that's perfectly yeah. what you've made. So <laughs> I can <laughs> so I can see why they're your favorite. Yeah. So, yeah. so we also have some other stuff. I don't think anything's going to top that cookie tonight. No, no. 
It's not. (laughs) But we are going to New Orleans. Yep. Right downtown, Bourbon Street. So Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras. You can hear the music. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am not throwing, I am not doing anything for beats. (laughs) And you better not have beats. (laughs) (laughs) I am not that organized. (laughs) But yeah, we have some. I wouldn't say it's traditional New Orleans stuff, but I believe it's... Well, it's packaged. Yeah. Yeah. But we got some jambalaya. We got some Cajun stuff. We got some... Jumbo, praline. So, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. So, I looked up all this research and what's Cajun, what's Creole. It became just too involved, I guess. Basically, what I found is that Creole, simply put, is rural food. And Cajun is city food. I think Creole, uh, Cajun are French immigrants, and Creole, Creole is like French immigrants and some natives and like African descendants. And just, I, I'm not an expert, so if you know anything about this, <laughs> weigh in. <laughs> That's what I have read somewhere. It's a mix of French and African, and just the local flavors there. Yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't go. I didn't go too much into that because I could have just read all day and came up with so much. So we will start with gumbo, which can be both Creole or Cajun. Um, Just how you make it is the difference. So gumbo is often used as a metaphor, actually, for the mix of culture in Louisiana. Um, Actually, and during Mardi Gras, which is what what we're doing (laughs) i don't know why i put it like that local men travel and beg for ingredients for gumbo from different houses and then they meet everyone meets in the town at one spot and they cook it up and they dance until midnight and then they because then it's lent and then they can't yeah and mardi gras means fat tuesday because all the fat and rich foods you can eat and then it's lent and you can't eat anything (laughs) so there's even a saying that's called have a gumbo which just means to eat and drink and talk so i mean that sounds almost like we're what we're doing so yeah exactly yeah it's we a good have, place to start yeah so we have campbell's chicken gumbo <laughs> that, <laughs> that it doesn't say if it's creole it doesn't say if it's cajun it's, it's just from gumbo. yeah it's yeah. from a can definitely tastes like a campbell's soup yes it has yeah. that campbell's soup yeah. I, I was expecting something a little bit more on the spicy side mm-hmm yeah. I've never had real gumbo before, but it just kind of tastes like tomato. Yeah. Yeah, with rice. Yeah. And it says made with real tomatoes, okra, and long grain rice. Now, I hate okra, <laughs> so I'm glad that I didn't, I don't even know if I got a piece. I don't think did I did. I got I got a tiny piece <laughs> right there. Yeah, so, and it does, I guess cr- gumbo doesn't have to be made with okra, and it doesn't, that's kind of, hmm. I always thought that was a given, but it doesn't have to be, and I it's often made with filet power powder, which is dried and ground sassafras, which I just wanted to say sassafras because that's really fun <laughs> to say. <laughs> so I, I made sure I got that in there. So is it supposed to be spicy? I think you could have it spicy. Like every time that I've ever made it, I use like an andouille sausage in there. And mm. yeah, you know, you get the spice from that sausage. But, you know, there's chicken and okra and um shrimps well i guess it depends creole creole often uses shellfish and cajun could be shellfish or fowl so yeah but it i mean this is just chicken there's no 
shellfish. Right. It doesn't have to have shellfish, but I, yeah. I, I picture when you say fell, like somebody's going out hunting seagulls in <laughs> the middle of the woods nowhere. So I feel that that was maybe the beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they were going around collecting it all, I guess. Yeah, so they just used what was around. So the other big food, I'd say, is jambalaya. When I think gumbo, I think jambalaya. Again, Creole is made with shellfish, and Cajun apparently is made with fowl. Um, and traditionally, there's sausage in it, like andouille. Okay. Gumbo, I guess, is often over rice, even though our canned stuff it was all mixed in. And with jambalaya, the difference is that it's cooked in it and all mixed together. Oh. So, yeah, I'm kind of... And there's a lot of different theories where the name came from, but <laughs> the Atta, I'm probably mispronouncing this, um, the Atacapa natives say, says it comes from the word sham palha ya, the freight, which means be full, not skinny, eat up. <laughs> so I think, I think that sounds like a good tote. Yeah. So we have Uncle Ben's Bistro Express Jambalaya style. So it's just more of a side dish. I don't think there's any meat in it. I think it looks like a good side dish. Smells more spicy than the other one. Well, I'm expecting some spice here. I'd like some spice. Yeah. It definitely smells better. Yeah. It smells more what I think of as Cajun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a tiny bit of heat. Yeah. I mean, most packaged foods aren't super hot anyway. No. I'd eat this with the side of sausage. <laughs> yeah, I would too. It's not, it's really not that bad. Yeah, it's, I, I enjoy it. it, I mean, it especially after having the gumbo first. Yeah. This is way better. Mm-hmm. It's more flavorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it has a nice little spice to it, not overly spicy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a nice flavor. It really went for the flavor instead of spice, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy that again. I did. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I don't know if I'd recommend heating it 20 minutes before you eat it, though. <laughs> like we did. It's still warm. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. Really I'm surprised how much it kept its heat. So. Mm-hmm. I like that you can microwave it in the package, which is handy when yeah. you don't so, have a lot of time. So we have another Cajun. It's just Stouffer's Fit Bowls, Cajun-style chicken. We'll see if this is spicy. I, I hope it is. It looks really nice in the package. There's like beans and chicken and peppers. The the Holy Trinity, I guess, kind of like mirepoix, but which is onion, celery, and garlic. In Cajun cooking, it's celery. Oh, and let me look that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's celery, onions, and peppers. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, my school learning has come back to us. <laughs> I mean, fit bowls makes it sound like we're basically being healthy. Look at us being. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it looks nice. There's nice red beans in there. Nice chunks of peppers. Nice big chunk of chicken. Looks like a good sauce. It does. It looks appetizing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're getting progressively spicier now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice that it's spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we wanted, right? That mm-hmm. was the first thing with the gumbo. So, yeah. And it does say it's a spicy Cajun style tomato sauce. So they lived up to that. That's not overly spicy, but it's got a nice heat to it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like I said, normally packaged foods aren't super spicy i find as spicy as i would i like spice <laughs> yeah i thought it was great yeah. the sauce was nice the uh the beans held up i didn't think they would really well with um being frozen because usually they, sometimes they get mushy mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah they were really nice as well it's nice cajun flavor in there yeah, it was, yeah. It was overall good even the peppers aren't 
even overly mushy. Yeah, yeah. you're right. No, Stouffer's. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Nestle. <laughs> oh, it's always Nestle. They own everything. <laughs> so the next thing we have is praline. So praline basic, basically means nuts, sugar, and cream. And what kind of nut is used depends on the country it's made. Um, in France, it used to be almonds, and French settlers brought it to Louisiana, and they started using pecans because they were more prevalent. And I guess that it's more fudge-like than what you find over in Europe. And they were brought, it was actually brought over by Ursuline nuns in 1727, who instructed what were called casket girls, who were brought from France to marry colonists, and then they taught them how to be good wives, and then they made praline for their husbands, and it spread. But casket doesn't mean anything as horrible as it sounds. I guess that's just named <laughs> after the small chests or caskets used to carry their clothes. Oh, that sounds better then. I th I went into this story thinking there was something macabre, something but death. yeah. But nope, nope. We don't know what kind of nut is in it. <laughs> I want you to try it first. So yeah. So we got Purdy's praline, ruby praline. So it's pink. Oh okay. Yeah. I've actually heard praline being made with um, hazelnut. Yeah. Mostly too. Mm. So. Yeah. so we'll take a bite, but I don't trust my nut taste my nut um, tasting skill to not. So it's. Walnuts and pecans. pecans that you are allergic to. So we don't try not to kill guests in our policy so far. <laughs> well, it's like a ground nut inside. I was expecting like a whole nut. I think pralines are supposed to be ground. Okay. I think this is more like probably a praline truffle because it, it's purdies, right? Yeah. Because they're saltier than I expected. I can't tell what kind of nut it is, and we didn't think to ask them. No. <laughs> now I just really want to try just because. <laughs> We do have an EpiPen on hand. <laughs> I don't and Benadryl. An, I don't need an EpiPen. I'm very curious. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let us know if you're feeling uncomfortable. Because we do. I just I just get really itchy over the next few days. But oh, okay. it's not a huge deal. I'll just take a small bite. Yeah. And do you want me to it. cut it? Yeah, you could just put yeah. the other half. We have so many leftovers and so much we okay. don't eat. I don't know why I'm finishing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, can you tell what, what kind of nut it is? It's just... No, I couldn't tell either. We should have looked up the website, and if only we had a way to do that, to find out their description of it. Because the girl that worked there didn't quite yeah. so remember they had it. What kind of nuts would you use to build a house? Walnuts. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew that it was obvious. <laughs> I don't think it's walnuts, though. I want to say almonds. Yeah, it could be. But it's kind of got that fudginess. Yeah. That you were talking about. And salt. It's saltier mm. than I expected. It might be a little too salty. And I like Himalayan salt caramels and chocolate and salt. But we're learning the more we do this. Sorry, Purdy's, that. I don't like birdies. What do you think, Gabe? You <laughs> said this was their last chance. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to give them another chance. This is the third time we had birdies chocolates on. I heard about the advent calendar, but what else was there? We had pumpkin caramel, um, like and it was chocolate. Like you said earlier, I like a big flavor. When they say mm -hmm. it's going to be a pumpkin flavor, it should. It, yeah. it didn't have a big pumpkin flavor. It was more of a salted caramel flavor that oh. overpowered the pumpkin. Yeah. And you're, like you said, there's a saltiness to this. Maybe they just use a lot of salt in their stuff. I don't know. No, 
and I've had some really good Purdy's. Yeah. So I will say that. <laughs> it's just when we're being selective about Purdy's chocolates. Doesn't always work out for us on the podcast. Maybe it's their flavor of the moment. Because mm. with the ruby chocolate, I'm guessing it's a newer flavor, not yeah. a tried and tested and true one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and especially the heart shape. It could be coming out for Valentine's. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, I mean, that maybe it came out heart. already for Valentine's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is after Valentine's. It's now. <laughs> it's now Lent. I mean, it's now. Fat Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> now another, uh, we kind of made a mistake here, I think. Okay. There's, we have a King's Cake, which is from France. And I guess there is a New Orleans version, but it looks a lot different. It's colorful. And this is puff pastry. Um, it look filled puff pastry. Now it looked fabulous. And I'm not upset if we bought one from France as opposed to New Orleans because we got it because it just it's beautiful so inside this cake and we'll post pictures um yeah, it's round puff pastry <laughs> that's filled and there's a and now i'm not french and the woman at the bakery assured me that i am saying things wrong <laughs> there's a fev in it which is a porcelain trinket that goes in the cake it, it came from the word for fava bean which used to be used and now it could be any trinket, usually porcelain. Sometimes it's actually plastic. It could be anything. It could be a car, whatever anyone decides they put in. But I know for a fact this bakery uses this little round porcelain. Porcelain and M&Ms? Yeah. 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 Just a round. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the season for King's Cake is from January 6th till Shrove Tuesday or Mardi Gras. Because it's there. Let me start again. January 6th is when the Magi visited Jesus. And that's the start of when I want to say epiphany. I'm not very religious. Oh, okay. that makes sense. And then that's where the name came from. King, the King's Cake, Magi, kind of from there. Now in the U- U.S. they use three colors. Like I said, it's more colorful and they use, and I didn't know this, the three colors for Mardi Gras represent the three kings. Purple equals justice, green equals faith, and gold equals power. Mm has nothing to do with showing boobs. I don't see any of that there. <laughs> I thought it was the New Orleans one was round like a donut. Yeah. yeah. I, I When I saw pictures of it, I thought it was almost like a bun cake. Yeah, yeah. filled. Is yeah. that what you were going to say? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then icing on top with a little yeah. baby inside. Yeah. yeah. So we got the French one and I didn't. Yeah. But we still got it and I'm very excited for it. <laughs> and whoever gets the fev gets to wear the crown that comes with it and they have to bring the next king's cake at the next year or the next time that you're going to get together and have king's cake so to because it should be random who gets it the tradition goes that the youngest person has to hide under the table and gets to (laughs) say who gets each piece from the person who cuts it now we won't do that although i should because i'm pretty sure i know i'm not the youngest in the room (laughs) so we won't do that, but I'm very tempted. <laughs> I'm guessing you're the youngest. Do you want to go under the table? <laughs> Are we sure? I'm the youngest. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think so. <laughs> but we won't make any Looks are deceiving. <laughs> I do know I'm older than Alex. <laughs> Everybody so. that listens to the podcast knows that you're older than Alex. <laughs> cut into it. I guess you're supposed to cut it however many people there are plus one, and you're supposed to leave the other one. Kind of as an offering. For Santa Claus? I kind of forget for who. Probably oh. the Magi. I don't know. Maybe we should so burn what it. If, 
because there's no Nazis. Yeah, now we have to worry about, yeah, I guess you don't get cake the next time. Or everyone trips on cookies. Maybe. <laughs> so I'm going to cut it. You guys have to trust me that I'm going to try to do it there. Okay. But I, <laughs> it looks beautiful. And I forgot to ask. Oh, we got it from. Oh, now you said the name of this bakery perfectly, and I did I? Or you remember it? And I want. It was Yan uh, Hote. I want to say Yan Hote, but I'm not positive. I'm not French either. Yeah, <laughs> a beautiful, like fine pastry boutique. It says in Mission downtown. We'll you can look them up. Yanboutique.com, and it was just beautiful yellow house, and just. It was so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the word beautiful again. It's just gorgeous inside everything they had. Excited since we bought this yesterday. It looks beautiful. The puff pastry looks really flaky. And I love puff pastry. Oh, look, I think I'm, it's either super hard or I found it at the first cut. Oh, <laughs> that almond filling is really good. Mm-hmm. It's buttery and almondy and smooth. It's really good. Perfect for Fat Tuesday. <laughs> Have you ever made a king's cake? I have not. You should. And you should sell them and we will buy them a lot. Because <laughs> Bear's Paw Market is way easier to get to. <laughs> I need to dig this out. Oh, that. Oh, a pink one. Oh, do you know what it is? A little macaroon. Macaron. <gasps> that is what it is. Cause it's mm. So it's like a. Can I see? Yeah. It's just porcelain. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. That's really cute. That's really cute. That's yeah. a cute little souvenir. It is. <laughs> I feel like I should be a gracious host and be like, hey, did you want to keep that? But I'm not. <laughs> not that no, that's okay. But you can wear the crown if you want, <laughs> since nobody got, <laughs> got well, it. Well, technically, you cut into it. So I think that's your crown. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I was cutting it and I really wanted the crown, I would just be like, oh, I just I don't want to finish cutting this piece. <laughs> 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 yeah, so... That was delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. But before we do our final review and recap on everything, let's take a moment to bring you an ad from one of our sponsors. The Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, is happy to be partnering with Seat Giant to offer you deals on tickets to major sporting events, big concerts, and popular theater throughout North America and more. Whether you're at home or on vacation, check Seat Giant for tickets to the hottest events. Visit SeatGiant.ca to find tickets and use the promo code APN at checkout to get 5% off your purchase. You'll save a bit and the network gets a little cut of that purchase too. All tickets are in Canadian dollars even if the event is in the U.S. SeatGiant is a Canadian owned and operated and guarantees every ticket sold. So help yourself with to a great experience while helping the Alberta Podcast Network and a Canadian owned business. Visit SeatGiant.ca and use the promo code APN at checkout. So I hope you enjoyed that ad. We are back. I'm just crunching some puff pastry. <laughs> Sorry to bother, bother everyone's ears. <laughs> so before I ask what the best thing was, what surprised you the most out of everything that we had tonight? Surprised? The fish bowl. I didn't expect much from a frozen dinner, but... I was surprised by the Uncle Ben's rice, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I'd yeah. agree with you. I, I was surprised by the rice. Um, I was expecting something more bland. Mm. Yeah. 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 It was pretty decent. I've never been a big fan of Uncle Ben's rice, but that yeah. was decent. 
So what was your favorite item tonight? Uh, candy cake for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's no real competition. <laughs> yeah. I think we knew that kind of going in when we saw. Yeah. Would you mm-hmm. say the same? Yeah, the yeah. king's cake was pretty good. Uh, overall appearance and the flakiness, the tenderness, it was good. Home, well, not homemade, but bakery made. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the factory made. Yeah. Well, it, there's care and attention and quality, right? So. Yeah. So we talk about this being care and attention, and I brought it up earlier how I think you make great products. Yeah, you're thank you. So yeah. what's the story behind the lemon, lemon berry pastry? Where does that come from? Well, I was working in a lot of different bakeries, and I felt like I really wanted to showcase what I believed were flavors that went together, and I wanted to really use good quality ingredients, which I felt some bakeries just don't do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, wa- I, I really love using butter, and I believe in, mm. like, you can tell the difference with this butter king's cake, right? Yeah. yeah. And I love using butter and, and what I make, and I think it makes a really great difference. And then good quality chocolate and just real vanilla. Nice. And I think those three things are something you can build on and really great product and that's what I wanted to do basically and then use really local seasonal ingredients okay so like round it off you like use local honeys and stuff like that local berries I'll use local berries whenever possible like I will go like I'll source berries from BC because well yeah (laughs) it's the closest for a lot of berries I mean I'll use baskatoons when I can and I just, and I always buy produce from the farmer's market. Okay. Too. Because I think, I love the farmer's market community. It's, everyone really is passionate about what they're selling and what they're making. So. Uh, and you rarely yeah. see somebody grumpy there, too. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's happy and pleasant and mm-hmm. willing Want. to take the time to explain what they're doing and what they're selling. So. Yeah, there's just a lot of passion there. So. Yeah. I wanted to take some of that and put it into my product, of course, too. So, so what's your favorite thing to make? Favorite thing? I really like making pies during the summer. Like my mm. little galette that I usually have on special every every week or so. I was okay. using... That's when the local produce really shines. Mm-hmm. Like rhubarb galette mm. and strawberry basil, yeah, that sour cherries. Good. <laughs> I, I like those combinations of two things that might not go together traditionally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I like that idea. And yeah, I love playing around with flavors like that. It's just one of my favorite things to do is just play with flavors. Nice. So where can people get some of your stuff? Well, I'm usually at the Hillhurst Sunnyside Farmer's Market during okay. the summer. I'm also at the Bear's Paw Market. But best way they find my stuff is through my website. And then my menu is on there, and you can place orders through me. Awesome. And I'll put all that in the show notes. So if anybody wants to find more about it, <coughs> please check out the show notes below, because I assume you're looking at the top of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I'll that put all great. that Thank in you. there. And make yeah. sure you hit up Sunnyside, Hillhurst Farmer's Market, and Bear's Paw Market, especially mm-hmm. in the summer. Maybe buy a bunch of things, do a mess hall podcast type day. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I they won't your... have anything bad to say. I can see all of them. I heard your Avenida one, and I was like, oh, 
should do it on farmer's markets. Yeah. We have, that's one of our plans for the summer is to hit a lot of the farmer's markets, whether it's Bear Paw or Millerville, the Okotoks. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, like, there's always good food. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been disappointed at a farmer's market. No. I mean, and then we had you here with canned food. food. (laughs) But, I mean, still enjoyed it. (laughs) And thanks for coming on to the podcast. This was fun. I know I had fun trying some of the stuff. I enjoyed the cookies. They were, those cherries in there were delicious. Oh, thanks. Um, Good to get that all in before lunch tomorrow. (laughs) So true. Um, (laughs) And everybody, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you want to find out more, Go to themessallpodcast.com. You can find links to our social media, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and email and all that fun stuff. So, again, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was fun.